You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Julie Halgren, VP of Marketing at Nextspen. Julie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. You're quite welcome. Please tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background in marketing and about Nextspan. Yeah, for that introduction and a little bit about myself, I have been in the marketing space pretty much my entire career, um, working at FICO, launching products, uh, working at Thrivent, managing all of our life insurance and DI products, and then moving over to Nextspan. Most of my career has been, I like to say, not in like the big global marketing, but mostly on product marketing, where we're digging in to figure out how those products can solve people's you know, pain points and bringing those to the market. So that's really where I've been focusing my entire career. Okay, excellent. And tell us a little bit about Nextspan. Nextspan is a scale-up technology company. We're in the benefits industry. So we are working on a platform or have developed a platform that actually connects the entire industry from carriers to brokers who are selling the carrier's products to employer groups who are looking for benefits to give to their employees. So we've connected that entire value stream um, because there used to be, and there still is, big gaps in how data is transferred between organizations. So we've like connected it all and made the shopping experience so much easier for all parties. So it's it's pretty exciting. It's really uh, shaking up the industry on how they're delivering their Mm -hmm. products and adding that layer of transparency to offering health benefits to consumers. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, you know, I know just on, from being an employee, benefits can be super confusing. You're just like health. I just want health insurance. Like just give me the best one, but how many like dependents should I choose and the, and which package and all that stuff. It's sort of I'm, I remember just kind of guessing most of the time and being Mostly like, guessing. I hope this works out. So we're trying to make that yeah. easier because the carriers have so many great products out there. But how do you like get to that one or two? Yeah. Like, how do you find that? How does the end consumer actually get to figure that out? Well, a lot of times you have the brokers narrowing down the list for a group and the group is then even narrowing down even further. Yet then again, Jeremy, it doesn't meet your needs. So we're working on the solution yeah. that says, how do we get Jeremy what Jeremy needs in Indiana, right? And how do you get what I need in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. So how do how do we we're bridging that gap and like you know just removing some of those pain points of, you know it's it's complicated. So how do you make it easy, easier? Yep, yeah. Well, well, I think that's an excellent focus. Let's get Jeremy with Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Even just beyond benefits, just if we can just get me everything <laughs> I need all the time, that would be great. right, wouldn't it? <laughs> Let's make that happen. <laughs> so now, now. As you just mentioned, you are shaking up this industry. Things have been down one way for quite a while, and you're introducing a new way of doing things, which on the one hand is a real opportunity, and it really helps you guys, you know, differentiate sort of being first to market, Mm -hmm. right? But the challenge there, of course, is always uh, educating people not only on how on how this works, like what, uh, on how your solution works, but that it exists in the first place, that it's even an option. And then once they are aware of that, getting people to change a way of doing things that they've been doing one way for a long time. So let's kind of get into okay. that. Let's break that down. How would you describe your kind of overall strategy for dealing with those set of challenges and breaking down that kind of resistance? Right. Yeah, it is. It is a huge challenge. Like change in itself is hard. And people are resistant to change, right? And we know it literally causes pain. Um, 
in the minds. There's actually studies done like there's in your mind, there's actually caused physical pain. So in yeah. order to kind of break it down, it's really starting to identify like, what are people's pain points? They may not even know they're a pain point. You just don't know because you've been doing it the same way for so long, right? So, oh, the pain point is, um, you know, my my employer always just gives me the same insurance, but the pain point is I live out of network. So how that's a pain point. How would you like to be an employer where you can actually offer something to your employee that allows them to get the coverage they need, you know, in their market area? So it's identifying those those pain points, um, teeing them up to them so they understand how it adds value to their life. So it's not going to be painful. It might be a little painful to change and shift how you do things, but hey, we can help you along the way. And it's easy. How do we make it easy for you? So identifying the pain point, make it easy to convert over. Um, you, and you also like just, you know, testimonials. Who else has been doing it, right? How do you get the word out that, you know, other people have done it and they're seeing the success or how easy it is to do that and how it opens the doors to providing, you know, uh, benefits that really meet the needs of their employees. So, Right. Yeah. Okay. And it sounds like undergirding all of this is the very fundamental thing of just really knowing your audience. Exactly. Knowing your audience, knowing their pain points and being really focused on that message, which is really hard. I mean, it's Mm going to be hard for people to shift over. I mean, you know, we're all creatures of habit, aren't we? (laughs) Absolutely. Right. It's it's always easier not to make a change than it is to make a change. Right. Even when you know that what you're doing is not the best or it could be better or it's even not great. Still, there's a lot of risk in in trying a new thing, especially if it's new. No, are are people like early adopters or, you know, fast followers or they're like that laggard. So what's the group? So, you know, we will target those, you know, early adopters. Right. Let's go after mm-hmm. the early adopters. Let's see. Let's get some wins there. People who are like willing to take change. So if you can identify a few of those, that's a great place to go after. Right. So then you can get your case studies. You can get your proof points. Yep. See, they did it. And then you'll have those, you know, kind of fast followers. Like, all right, someone else has gone first, kind of like created the path. So then maybe I'll follow them. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the laggards, maybe we don't spend as much time on them right now, even though we know it's good for them. It's like, should we spend our energy there? Probably not. Not Not yet. Not yet. They'll come once they see that it's like proven to work. So, you know, go after those people who are like kind of on that cutting edge and maybe a little riskier and not like it's they're Mm -hmm. taking a huge risk, but they're they're open to change. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Now, of course, uh, this in order to work, you need a strong content strategy. Right. To create the kind of content that's going to earn trust and and connect with and, and articulate that you understand those pain points. Right. Right. So what does that look like in practice? Give, give me a couple examples of pieces of content you've created or series or, you know, anything right. that how you actually put this into practice. Right. So. So, you know, I, I started at the company a year and a half ago. Jeremy, I'll give you a little background. So we had a kind of a not so great website. And the people out that build it know that I say this and like one piece of collateral. So it's like, well, let's start with that content is like, what are the two or three pieces that we need? And not a lot. Less is more. I always go with less is more. You start throwing out a lot of stuff. It gets really confusing. So figure out, nail down our messages, our key messages, and then create a few really key pieces that support it. And then use that messaging consistently in all of the channels that we're using. Okay, this is what we're sending to our salespeople. Here's your presentation. Here's what you can use. Here's your sales slick. Um, what's on our our website? What's on our social media? Are we, you know, are we on 
LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. Are we going to do Facebook? No, we decided not to. So we picked our channels and then specifically target those messages and keeping them consistent and simple and just repeat them over and over. Maybe a little different flavor, but, you know, maybe some different graphics, but just keep pounding that message because, you know, you need to tell people, I don't know how many times the same message and you're not reaching them all the time anyway. So they're not going to see all your, your LinkedIn posts that you did last week. Well, you probably didn't see it, but maybe next week you'll see it. So it's just keep beating that drum with that same message. That's kind of the strategy we're going after. And we've been a pretty like slim team and that seems to have worked, you know, worked. So when I started, I think I had 68 followers on, you know, LinkedIn. We're, we're upwards to 2000, which I think is great for a scale up um, just on the mm-hmm. social media traction that we're getting, but targeting who we're going after and keeping that message concise and not mixing it up with mm-hmm. a lot of other things. Cause people go like, well, why are you talking about that? And I'm like, mm, it just clutters everything and confuses people. Yeah. Yeah. got to start somewhere, right? establish a message and then you can expand exactly. from there. So, um, so, so give me an even more specific example of the kind of messaging you're doing and like maybe one specific example of creating a piece of content around that message. So ICRAs are new. So individual coverage, health reimbursements, arrangements are new. So we created one flyer that explains what it is and how people can get on board with that. And then just use that in every single channel that we could get at. So we created a video. And we haven't created a podcast yet, but we probably should. Um, that's probably on the list for this <laughs> sure. year. Uh, making sure the the sales team is armed with that message, so they have their flyer, they have their sales slick. That's you know, put that in their hands. Um, make sure it shows up on everything that we do. So literally, it's just creating. Jeremy just a few pieces. I I am not one to like mm-hmm. overmarket. Yeah. So you know, to to that end, uh, there's when you're creating that that flyer, as you called it. How much information are you trying to, to put in, on there? Are you trying to explain like the whole thing? Like here's everything you need to know? Or are you trying to z- focus in on here's the main thing you need to know and then you can learn more down the exactly. road? Exactly. So great question. Um, on that flyer, it's here's what you need to know just to like scratch the surface and get you interested. Mm. If you want to know all the details, directing them to our website where you know, yeah. there's many more resources that can dig into the, you know, the details behind it. Like, ooh, what is an ICRA? I'm like, well, there's a 28-page guide out there you could read if you're really interested. In. Or sending them out to, you know, the government site, literally figuring out where, where um, you know, healthcare.gov, where do you go? I don't know. Well, we've got the site for you. Go out there if you want a credible, here it is, black and white. This is what the government's saying, and here's how this program works. And just getting them, you know, elevating us in the industry as experts. And also here's where the resources are if you want to, you know, fact check it yourself. So just building mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, there are a lot of companies out there who are kind of clamoring for attention from the very same personas that you exactly. guys are, are going after. Um, and so part of this, part of the calculus too, is just cutting through the noise. Right. Right. Um, What's your strategy there? Like, how does that does that pretty much map on to what you've already been talking about? Just your strategy for creating the content. I assume there's at least some overlap, there's, but like, what 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 else do you need to do to actually you know cut through that noise, get people's attention? Right. It, it is definitely similar to what I've just talked about. I mean, it's pretty much the same. It's it's targeting. Who are we targeting? Yeah. Um, and gaining traction in particular areas, so not spreading ourselves extremely thin. So. Why don't we start getting some big traction in various states and then start using that to expand into other states? So you can't be everything to all people, 
right? So prove ourselves here. And then we can go out with that message. Like we proved ourselves in this state or we proved ourselves in with this group. So how can we leverage that? And then to break into, you know, new areas. You, you know, I would think that in order to be able to do that, that you as a marketing leader need to both have and kind of demonstrate patience. Yes. Not getting, not panicking when something doesn't seem to work right away or wanting to forge ahead before you've had enough time to collect some, some data and so forth. I, I mean, I imagine that's sort of another challenge though. It's not always so easy to let things play. Right. Out. Well, especially in a startup, you, you know, you want to generate leads and quality leads and whatever. It's like, well, did that actually work? And are we getting good leads out of that, that we can, you know, give to our salespeople to follow up on? So how are we balancing that? So that's one of our like challenges for this year is great. How do we get quality leads? What does that look like? How are we, you know, best using our marketing dollars? I mean, we're on a, you know, a bootstrap, you know, budget sometimes. So it's kind of like everyone wants something and be like, mm, nope, here's where we're going. We're not going to be all things to all people. Um, I have that conversation with our sales group all the time. It's like, no, we can't do all of that. But here's what we're doing. And we're being very strategic and thoughtful and intentional about where we're spending our money. And yeah. right then the patience is we need to learn to see if what we thought was intentional, did it actually work? So then we need the results to come through so we can refine that and, you know, readjust and do it again. And, you know, another important piece of the puzzle, of course, as as you just noted, is actually communicating with your sales yes. teams <laughs> and actually having that conversation and, you know, collaborating and, and not just kind of siloing off. Well, you know, and that's a whole other that's thing. That's a whole other thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we could we could do a whole discussion just on that. But um but for now, I just want to ask you a couple more quick questions sure. kind of as we wrap things up. So um, what's been your main focus so far in Q1? Our main focus in Q1 is um, really looking to figure out and develop a strategy on how we become the thought leader in the industry. So we have other players out there that we're working with, but how do we establish our company as the thought leader in this ICRA market? And people will be the, you know, we are the source to go to for information. So I'm trying to work on that strategy. Um, the other one is more education. So what did we do this last year that works? And how do we like up our game on educating people on how they participate in ICRA? And what does that really mean? And, you know, what's happening with uh, legislation and, mm -hmm. you know, the Biden administration. So what's going on there that might impact what we're doing and how do we educate people there? So more education and not just how to use our platform, but what does this mean to them from a healthcare perspective? And then thirdly is um, really trying to figure out how we increase the number of leads and especially quality leads that we can give to our salespeople. You know, so okay. where are we going? I mean, we can give you leads, but are these leads actually people who are, you know, going to take that next step and take action, right? Are they actually mm -hmm. going to sign up? Right. Yeah. Do they just okay. want the demo for and demo's sake or do they really want to sign up and like go forward? Right? right. Okay. So, so you're, so you guys aren't really that busy in Q1. No. It sounds like you don't have that much going no. on. No. Just, just all of those things. <laughs> well, okay. Right. You know, and just to add to, for the fun, Jeremy, just to add to, you know, we're still, you know, always fine tuning our platform. It's, you know, not completely baked yet. So there's, you know, always, you know, supporting the dev mm -hmm. team. So. You know, all the messages that pop up on a system, well, that comes from marketing too. So helping our development team with, you know, messaging and whatnot there. Just a few things. Okay. I, it sounds like your days are pretty full, never a dull, never moment, a dull moment, but that's good. That's that's what you signed up for. Yep. Okay. So next question. What are the top three KPIs that your boss is focusing on the most? Uh, top KPIs, definitely um, bringing on new groups. 
So how many subscribers are we getting on our platform? How are we managing to our, our expenses? Another one. And it's also looking at like, how are we being positioned in the marketplace, right? Are we trending up? Are we, you know, gaining more engagement with our social media strategies that we're using? So he's looking at those kind of things. Okay, solid. And finally, um, looking out over 2022, what do you and your team hope to accomplish throughout the whole year? Um, that's a great question. So it's been a crazy year, right? Um, I've expanded the team, so I'm hoping we can be a little more proactive so we have more people that can actually do some of the lifting and get some of the work done so that we're out ahead of, you know, what's coming. Uh, more plan for, for open enrollment next year. So can we start planning now? Last year, I think I started planning in the summer. So this year's like, how do we how do we get out ahead of it? How do we really, you know, get our game plan nailed down now and be more proactive? Um, how do we increase engagement on all of our social platforms? So how do we get people to really be engaging and not just like clicking on likes, but... Are they, you know, interacting with us? So how do we do that? So we're kind of focusing on that this year. That would be great if we could increase our engagement there. Um, and again, just bringing in those quality of leads for our salespeople. I mean, those are our main focuses. That's what we hope to accomplish. Yeah. Um, it's you know, doable, yet it'll yep. be a lift. Absolutely. But uh, but uh, a good, a, a good, a great project, great. right? Needs, needs to be done. Right. And I have no doubt you guys will succeed. Well, Julie, thank you so much for all of that, for your time and uh, for a great conversation. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.